Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Fit and Focus for Remote Work and Digital Nomads podcast. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health nutrition, brain performance coach, digital nomad for more than 11 years, if you didn't know that. And this podcast is all about giving you neuroscience and integrative health science research-based tools to prime your body and brain to make the best decisions so you could feel, do, and look your absolute best. It's all about that, guys, if you if I think about it. It's about priming. It's about creating conditions for your body and your brain to thrive. These things matter. Eating healthy, sleeping well, exposing yourself to natural light, exercising, doing certain breathing and meditation practices, doing certain cognitive behavioral exercises. All of these things, they do matter and they change how you feel mentally and physically every day, what kind of decisions you make, how you show up in the world, and in the end, how your life turns out to be. And every time you make decisions, you kind of choosing the trajectory of your life every single day. And if you keep doing the same decisions over and over again, then your life will go one way. And if you keep doing other decisions over and over and over again, then your life will go the other way. So you are shaping your destiny, whether you're aware of that, whether you're conscious of that, where you want it or not, you are shaping your life. Even if you choose to do nothing, you still are shaping your life path in a certain way, right? So realize that you have that power. And next time you're making decisions that feels not so right and like it's directing your life not in the right direction, maybe it's time to stop and however uncomfortable it feels, make a different decision. And a different decision, by the way, guys, always feels uncomfortable because your brain making the same decisions builds certain neural circuits or pathways between your neurons that makes the communication between those neurons easier. And that's why performing the same action will feel easier because actually it is easier. And then when you choose different action where the path between neurons is not well established, the road was not built, it's going to require more energy. And also that's why it feels uncomfortable and difficult. It's not because it's wrong. It's because you haven't done it before that many times. Besides that, good morning, guys. And if it's not morning today, we're going to make sure on this podcast, on this episode, that you have all the tools, or at least the foundational tools, to make every morning a good one. Based on recent neuroscience research and what we know about human biology, here are a few tools, very few that you can use every morning to wake up fresh, on purpose, to feel ready to go as soon as possible without caffeine. If you choose to do caffeine, you also, by the way, have to know a couple of details how to do it right so you don't have that afternoon crush. Believe it or not, when you start drinking your coffee matters for that midday crush. Or And it's the difference between the crush and between just feeling a little bit lower than in the morning, just because the day continues on, right? And we are the freshest in the morning. So without further ado, let's start with the tools to make every morning a powerful one. And by the way, at the end of this episode, there's going to be an announcement 
for you to join something special to learn even more tools about morning, about how to stay focused, to get focused, to stay powerful, to own every single morning, every single day. Again, using different tools from nutrition to lifestyle to cognitive behavioral tools. Let's get started. Number one, guys, when you get up, you gotta get as much light as possible. Ideally, from natural source, meaning from the sun. It is recommended by Andrew Huberman and that, and he bases his recommendations on the research done in circadian biology by a lot of other very smart folks and neuroscientists and whatnot. So what he recommends is first 30, 60 um, minutes of waking or as soon as you wake up. If the sun is out, you got to get out there and spend 5-10 minutes outside if it's bright, uh, closer to 10-15 if it's kind of cloudy, and closer to 15-20 if it's kind of really overcast and there are a lot of clouds and really dark. That is important because it helps you certain hormones and certain brain chemicals, like even dopamine and serotonin, to be released, to be produced. Um, Cortisol levels start to, first they rise to wake you up, and then they start falling. And that's exactly the pattern you want to see in your body. And to condition that pattern, light is a part of that equation. And just bright light in your apartment or staying behind your window doesn't do that job that well, what you need to do is get outside because the quality, the intensity of that light actually is different outside than from any of the brightest source uh, inside. And also the solar angle, the kind of light wavelengths, the position of the sun, sun that your eyes experience, and then they transmit certain signal towards your brain, all that matters. Now, a lot of science in a very short time, but what you want to understand, guys, is getting outside is very important to have a powerful morning and powerful day. Again, to condition a lot of brain chemicals, neurotransmitters in your brain to be released in a uh, natural, in a pattern that is the best for um, your cognition and your alertness, wakefulness in the morning. And then also it helps your body to get back to natural sleep pattern um, at night and fall asleep faster and sleep deeper, right? So first 30, 60 minutes of waking in the sun is out, get outside and get as much sun as possible. Um, again, don't, don't, you don't have to stay there super long. Just remember about those 5-10 minutes if it's sunny, 10-15 if it's cloudy, and 10-15-20 if it's super overcast and dark. Um, If you are like myself, you wake up and there is no light, um, the sun hasn't risen (laughs) yet. So what I usually do and what Andrew Huberman recommends, turn on lights in your apartment and as soon as the sun is out and about, get outside and spend the same time outside doing either, I don't know, walking, uh, walking your dog. The best thing uh, is doing exercise. And uh, in a minute, I'm going to tell you why. So get outside, spend time outside as soon as possible. Um if you need to do some work when you wake up and you feel like you're still kind of not awake and thinking about um, drinking coffee, use light instead. Purchase special, um, there are circadian lamps that have certain light intensity. Um, you can also use very the brightest 
setting on your selfie light, those ring lights. That's what also Andrew Huberman recommends. And um, you can use different panels that light panels that are designed for artists that are also super bright so the brighter the source in the morning the better it's still not sufficient not um, as bright and as good as morning light outside but um, if you need to feel more awake that will help and speaking about let's first speak about exercise. So the second thing that will help you to wake up, to feel alert, awake, and ready to go without caffeine in your system or the stimulants, the second thing is the rise in your core temperature. So when you wake up, what your body does naturally is starts warming you up. And to help with this process of warming you up, that also helps to release again certain hormones and neurotransmitters, to help your body to warm itself up better and in a more profound way, exercise is one of the best ways, right? And you don't have to exercise a lot. I don't know, do a few minutes of rope skipping. Um, you can get outside and go for a run. Again, especially beneficial if it's already sunny and the sun is there and you're combining two practices in one. So warming your core temperature, warming your body up, and at the same time getting that exercise. Exercise, of course, has other benefits for your brain, but that also uh, for this specific case, it assists in uh, raising your uh, core temperature, right? So do some exercise again. It doesn't have to be a lot. Just maybe break sweat and you're done. And uh, if you want to have a longer workout, do it um, whenever is whenever suits you, whenever fits um, your lifestyle. So exercise and light. If you want to need less coffee, these are very powerful practices to do in the morning when, of course, you do them in the right way. Uh, not, I don't know, stare at your phone, sit by some not so bright light inside, and then not really uh, doing much movement. The third thing that you can do to help your body to raise your body's core temperature is cold shower. And that can sound counterintuitive because, well, you, wanna, you want me to take cold shower to warm up. That actually what happens when you expose yourself to cool temperatures. What your body does is starts warming you up. And that makes sense because your body wants to keep you warm to all to make all the processes run, right? Because all the processes in our body run at a certain temperature. If the core temperature, body's temperature deviates from that setting of about 36.6 Celsius. I don't remember what it is in Fahrenheit, but we have a set temperature, right? When the body does its best. And when the this temperature deviates for long periods of time, either hotter or cooler, then problems start happening. So if you expose yourself to colder stuff, like taking a cold shower, your body actually starts to warm itself up. And that's exactly what you want to do in the morning, not at night, but in the morning. So taking cold 
shower also will help you to wake up. Plus, it will release things like adrenaline and starts your dopamine going. So you get additional boost of those very powerful neurochemicals that will wake you up better than coffee and will never cause this uh, unnatural crash if you are someone who who's experiencing that uh, later in the morning or in the afternoon, right? So we have three practices. Um, we have light, we have cold shower, we have exercise. How I did it this morning? I woke up before the sun is out and it was still dark and I did my meditation, my breathing, some stuff around work, and of course all the lights were on. As soon as the sun was out, as soon as the sun was up, I went out and did my rollerblading for about uh, 30 minutes and I broke the sweat. Um, Plus, it's really hot outside actually in Mexico. So you will warm up your core temperature. That is for sure. Then after that, I took cold shower and that again helped to maintain that cooler core temperature. And I'm already awake, alert and need no coffee. So I combine all these practices that's a really natural, you know, you wake up, you meditate, you go to exercise and you take a shower. Um, it's kind of like very natural sequence of morning events. And then coffee. If you're someone who likes coffee, I love coffee. I'm switching to decaf now, almost switched it to 100% uh, for many different reasons, uh, mostly to not feel anxious and agitated and more... Um, be more on the side of long-term thinking. It's a long story how it all works, but I I love coffee, right? And I've been drinking coffee for many, many years now. The thing about coffee and caffeine, it interrupts with a lot of systems in our brain that are designed to keep us awake at certain times and make us fall asleep at certain times. And caffeine interrupts with that system. And taken in the first 90 minutes of waking seems to really interrupt that. There is molecule in your brain that is supposed to be cleared during the night and then it accumulates during the day, making you sleepy, making you falling asleep, right? So caffeine actually interrupts the function of that molecule. And in the morning, first about first 90 minutes of your waking time, time that molecule is still being, being cleared out of your brain, the molecule that makes you sleepy. Now, when you drink caffeine uh, early, as soon as you wake up in those first 90 minutes of waking, what it does, it delays the clearing. One of the things it does, it delays, delays the clearing of that molecule that makes you sleepy. And so it stays in your brain instead of being cleared out in the morning. And what happens after when your caffeine starts to wear off in your brain all these molecules, they start to act again, making you sleepy. And the natural deep that people and I think a lot of animals experience during the afternoon, that natural deep that would be light, it this caffeine habit makes it hard because now on top of that natural deep, you also have this molecule that's called adenosine also acting out not at the times when it's supposed to and that's where you feel sleepy you feel like crushing and not really doing much at all and that's where you're like well i need another cup of coffee and then that later cup of coffee will make the quality of your sleep worse and then it's gonna 
make the quality of your next day, of your morning, not as good because you're going to be sleeping, not sleeping all that well because caffeine always changes the structure of your sleep, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you're able to kind of fall asleep or not, right? Caffeine always changes how your sleep is structured and the quality of it. At least that's what um, sleep researchers say these days. So, Delay your caffeine by 90 minutes from your waking time. Um, so if I wake up at 5 a.m., I don't drink any caffeine before 6.30. But for me, it's natural. I usually, you know, do my meditation stuff and then do exercise. And by the time I'm done with all of that, it's already um, past that time. If, again, you wake up and you need to do right away some work that sometimes also happens for me, what I do is I just turn on all the lights, all the selfie lights, uh, take cold shower to make myself super awake, maybe do a few burpees uh, to warm myself up to raise that core temperature, and that's it. Uh, also, I do breathing practice, you know, Wim Hof hyperventilation. <sighs> You know, look up Wim Hof uh, method if you haven't heard about that before. We talked a lot about breathing on, on this podcast. So that also will raise things like adrenaline and that will also keep you more alert and awake. And all of these things, they are natural. They cause natural uh, rise in your alertness levels without bringing some downstream side effects like caffeine do, does, right? Um so guys, now it's time for you to sit down and design a better morning routine. Look at your schedule and see what is doable. And there is always something that is doable. Maybe purchase that lamp if, lamp if you need to. Maybe schedule um, a little bit of exercise. Again, it doesn't have to be a lot. Uh, at least maybe you take cold shower and you don't have to again stay there for like minutes and minutes. Um, depending on the temperature, you might just need 30 seconds. Uh, bright light, cold shower, exercise and you're ready to go without coffee and delay that caffeine uh, for at least 90 minutes. And then you're not going to be experiencing that crush in the middle of the day. Not as hard for sure. If you have any questions, guys, feel free to reach out. I'm most active on Instagram. And the announcement of today is that on August 15th, I'm going to be doing a live online class. It's going to be just 30 minutes, 9 a.m. Eastern or New York time. Um, obviously, if you are logging in or tuning in from other time zones, just uh, make sure that you know what time it is, 9 a.m. New York um, time. We're going to have a workshop with the community, uh, Digital Nomads Daily. That's the event for their club that they are organizing, designing right now, but also at for this workshop and a series of other workshops, you can join for free uh, whether you are a member or not to experience what it is to be a part of that community that is dedicated to location-dependent living and also living our best life. So in the show notes, you'll find the link to this workshop. And why it's relevant to today's episode is because the name of the workshop is how to have a powerful morning every single day, how to own that morning, especially guys, especially when you wake up and you're not really feeling like it and you gotta get things done and you gotta get things done well to make the progress in your life and in your business that you seek 
to make. Uh, I'm going to introduce some of the tools that I introduced today, but I'm also going to introduce some of the core nutrition tools, uh, also cognitive behavior tools, some breathing, some exercises for focus um, that I haven't mentioned today at all. It's going to be more and you're going to have the opportunity to ask me questions right then and there. Also, there's going to be a group of people and you can interact, obviously, and connect with each other. So it's going to be a lot of fun. It's the first one. The second one is going to be at the end of August, but the topic and um, what exactly I'm going to cover there um, is going to be revealed later. For now, August 15th, it's Monday, 9 a.m., Eastern New York time. Find the link in the show notes. Register to not forget. Put the reminders, put it on your schedule, whatever you have to do. I know guys, you're all busy. You have your busy schedules. And if you don't write it down, if you don't put it in your schedule, if you don't have the reminders, you'll forget about that. And also you're not going to be able to make the changes that you need to make to own your morning. Don't just hope to have a great morning. Actually understand how your biology works and how you can influence your body and your mind to have a powerful morning, no matter how you feel when you first wake up. So get that link in the show notes, sign up, and then come to the workshop. And also, if you have any questions about what you heard today, put that into practice and ask your questions on uh, Instagram or via email. And as usual, guys, till next time. Eat better daily.